This is the Edinburgh Reporter podcast and this evening I'm with Fergus Linehan, director of the Edinburgh International Festival. Fergus, you're looking uh, mightily relaxed for somebody who's uh, about to stage a pretty big festival this year, isn't it? That's because it's so lovely here, because we're in the Botanics. <laughs> is the Botanics one of the venues though? It is. We're doing our Aberdeen Standard Investments opening event here on the first three nights of the festival and it's a wonderful company called Carboss from France and they create these incredible sculptures out of fire and we have a sort of a musical accompaniment throughout the gardens and so you'll be able to come down here every night and um, well 3,000 people a night will and uh, and have a really nice opening to the festival season I hope. So will that be sort of a, a promenade through the gardens is that how that yeah, will work? Yeah it'll be a promenade through the gardens yeah it's um, it's been done all over the world in actually in botanic gardens all over the world um, and obviously this year what we couldn't do is have tens of thousands of people shoulder to shoulder so yeah. we had to do something a little bit different and in fact right across the program that's been that's been what we've had to think about is how do we present a festival that looks and feels like our normal festival but is um, abiding by all the new protocols. Well, and you've done pretty well because you've got your pavilions set up in three outdoor locations. I'm going to see if I test myself here. Edinburgh Park, the Old College Quad and the Edinburgh Academy Junior School Bravo. on the grass. That's pretty good. And of course, and also you're going to have a few theatres, a couple of theatres? Yeah, I mean... At least the Lyceum. There's, there's the Lyceum, but only these are really only kind of toe in the water. So just for a handful of performances, and in most cases, very simple performances. So um, some play readings and also a produced play in the Lyceum, four nights with Scottish Opera in the Festival Theatre, a couple of film projects in Dance Space and a play in the Traverse. So a little bit indoors again, but the main bulk of the festival is in these sort of indoor-outdoor pavilions. They look fabulous, and they are really just um, gazebos, I suppose. You're calling them pavilions. <laughs> That's a very festival word, isn't it? That's what someone <laughs> said to me. They're the biggest gazebos in the world. <laughs> and uh, but, but they do look lovely, and you're going to have people kind of spaced out in household bubbles or yep. Yep. just with two-metre distancing or whatever. Are you desperate for the government to take... Edinburgh down a level in terms of coronavirus restrictions so that you can actually get more people in. Would that help? I mean, from our point of view, we're obviously very privileged in that we have a lot of support, so we can set this up in a way that has two metre distancing. We probably won't change that that radically if it changes because we have to just set it up and go with what we've got. But we are desperate is, is that if the distancing comes down, it means that so much of what happens around us will be available to happen. So at the moment, I think that for the vast majority of fringe operators, they just can't make it work at two yeah, metres. That's the trouble. Mm. And, you know, I mean, we're all in a sense kind of interdependent and it would be very sad to go through the festival season without all our fringe colleagues alongside us. Yeah, but of course the, the fringe is a very different. You, you've alluded to it already, and I've heard you say this before, that you know the festival is in a, a fairly comfortable position in many ways. You're not really trying to be a commercial outfit. You're not having to be a commercial outfit. So that's why you can effectively afford to, to do this. But if you were a theatre trying to make money out of it, it would be tricky. Yeah? Completely. I mean, if you're, particularly if you're, if you're a theatre trying to do, you know, eight shows of a musical a week and it breaks even at 75%, 
and you are only allowed to have 25% of your seats, well, you don't, you can, you can figure it out pretty quickly. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's the thing. Um, so, so from our point of view, the distancing is really about being able to maybe let the city be a full festival city this August, although it'll be different, I'm sure. Yeah, but it, you've got some amazing things on, um, you know, some, some really big things, but of course the difference will be that you're going to have shorter performances, there's going to be no intervals so that people are not going to mingle. Uh, we seem to be walking away from the music here, Fergus. I'm beginning to wonder why we're, why we're walking on this path. We should think, walk towards think, the music, I think, so we I get some the, of it. <laughs> and, uh, but you know, you've got some big names, Simon yep. Rattle, Michael Benedetti, huge other things Yeah, going Alan on. Cumming and yeah. Daniel Denise. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, everyone, everyone wanted to do it. Um, and so there was just enormous enthusiasm all around. So it's it does. I think it looks and feels like a, a full international festival. Yeah. Um, and it's really, really exciting to be able to make that happen. I mean, as you say, shorter performances in some cases, in quite a lot of cases, people have agreed to do two performances. So they'll do them at like six o'clock and nine o'clock or twelve thirty and two thirty so that we can try to get as many people into the engagement as possible. So that's going to be quite good. And of course, at the same time, you're going to have this digital offering running alongside where you've got 21 um, shows, we would call them, uh, which are going to be streamed live or shown somewhere so that people can watch from home. Yeah, and that's been kind of one of the big positives that's come out of the whole pandemic has been that we all learned how to do this and <laughs> do it well. And so... You know, the minute we started talking to a company, the, the, that conversation also was about about rights and about camera positions and all the rest. So yeah. it wasn't a sort of it isn't an afterthought anymore. It's very it's, much part of the whole driver. operation. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's going to be great. And so you're really going to have an international audience. You're going to have a worldwide audience. Or the potential. For it. Yeah, and obviously we're also conscious that we don't have that many tickets because we don't have the same level of kind of capacities as other as other years so for those who can't get along to it at least we'll be able to offer it for free either through kind of a broadcast partner or through our website that's terrific and can you tell me what we're now walking towards do you have all yes. these names in your head you seem to have i know an uh, enormous number of names in your I head know Sua from the fco is here and i know jenna reed is here and i don't know who the percussionist is um i was walking in the botanics gate with him with his I'm good. His xylophone, is that what you call it? And, and I was amazed that it didn't actually make a noise as he was wheeling it. So. It's a great mix actually here though, because yeah. Jenna Reed's here and Jenna's a fantastic traditional artist and she, we've got a lot of traditional Scottish music this year. Is, is she on the cello? She, no, she's on the, um, on, the, on, the, on the fiddle. On the fiddle, right. But she's a brilliant fiddler. Okay. And so there's, um, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's a nice mix, but it's, it's a big part of the programme, traditional Scottish music, as it was to be in 2020 before we cancelled. And are they going to be playing as this, as this they trio? Are not. <laughs> this, this is, is just a unique purely experience. For, for us this evening. <laughs> um, but. Uh, oh, and
that's fabulous. So that's a taste of the uh, of the festival that that is to come. How wonderful! Uh, we're very privileged to be here this evening and uh, to see this and to listen to it. But Ferguson, and wish you well in this you. summer. Thank you very much for speaking with us. so much for listening to the Edinburgh Report. Listen out for more episodes coming soon and make sure you don't miss any by hitting the subscribe button now. This is one of the platforms where we can help advertise your business to our listeners. Would you like to know more about that? Then email editor at theedinburghreporter.co.uk and remember you can subscribe to have our monthly newspaper delivered to you direct. Sign up today on our website www.theedinburghreporter.co.uk